0: Rana Ronna Glickman. This baby, is Baby, it? it's cold outside. Oh, you're not kidding. Oh, my God. I really can't
1: stay. I have got hey, no choice it's... but to stay.
0: Yeah. Ronna, you know what? I would like to do the Baby, It's Cold Outside to you. And by that, I mean, Excuse I me. want to come warm you up and you won't even let me in.
1: It is crazy out there. We got about a two-foot dump and then it turned to slush, and then it turned to snow, and then it turned to, I mean, it has been absolutely monstrous out there.
0: I will say this about Marblehead at the very least, like the one thing I can give it yep. in the plus column yeah, is it doesn't turn into that like Manhattan snow where it snows and it's so pretty. And then 10 seconds later, you're like, this is disgusting. Dirt. Dirt.
1: Yes. What sure, is under the, what frozen ratsicles am I going to find under this snow?
0: Correct. Yeah. It's just a Manhattan white, look. but it's so quiet. It's so extra quiet when that happens. I, I can barely yeah. hear myself think. The silence is deafening.
1: Manha- and uh, Marblehead is so picturesque that, you know, you just, you really do get that postcard New England look when the I'm snow I'm surprised falls. the suicide
0: rate isn't higher if I'm being honest. Huh. But it's beautiful. It's well, absolutely beautiful. But it's just that, very quiet. That,
1: you should definitely bring that up at the next town meeting because I think you'll, you'll make a lot of friends.
0: Maybe I will, Rana.
1: <sighs> this weekend coming up is our big live show, Brian.
0: Oh, and have we
1: been in the lab on this one? There's a lot of fun surprises.
0: I mean, this is chock full of surprises, games, obviously, advice. Yeah, special appearances.
1: But it's a show. It's not oh, not it's- a show.
0: It's not, not a show. It's yeah. an S-H-O-W show. Yeah. This we, is like- We
1: had a terrific poster and our artwork last week from Rob Harper Design. Excuse Rob me. Rob Harper Design,
0: I have to tell you. that the, Honestly, Ronna, it looks like we're about to do a show in Vegas. That's yeah. what I want to say. Those
1: were our two posters. Like when you go to the theater and they have the individuals and then yes. they have the marquee and then they have each individual performer has their poster. And there's,
0: and there's like a quote for you and a quote for me. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then the, the entire poster says like the ensemble's dazzling.
1: Five so. stars, five stars only.
0: It's five stars. And only. how dare exactly. he
1: use that those Andre champagne bottles? As though I had ever tried Andre champagne in my I, whole life, Rana.
0: I offered to bring you over some.
1: Yes, and I have offered to let you keep it.
0: <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine with me.
1: But I hope people are going to make the Nigranas.
0: com if you haven't gotten your tickets. Oh,
1: this is the moment. And also you can buy the gorgeous t-shirt, the event t-shirt, which is so, so cute. Explain to people what this shirt is.
0: This shirt, I want to say this. I'll give you a little hint. It's a left-hander's dream.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a left-hand fantasy shirt for sure.
0: It's very, very chic and it yeah. leans- to the left. To the left. I mean, it's yeah. a regular t-shirt, but it has a little.
1: It's a pocket tee.
0: It's a. We have been waiting for a pocket tee for a very long time. It's a and pocket tee. And it's exclusive. Tea,
1: and then it has the date of the show on the left sleeve.
0: Two thirteen twenty one. 21
1: With cute little hats separating it, which I it's love. It's like
0: Comte de Garçon, but funnier and cute. Very
1: simple, but very chic and very cute. Mm-hmm. And people should get their hands on that if they haven't already. That's it. Also at askbronalive.com
0: correct uh, you can also get meats and greets not like deli meats i tell you
1: meant deli meats
0: i'm also going to be selling Hamoni <laughs> barico
1: are you going to come slice that whole leg do you do of that
0: of course i yes of yeah. course and then
1: if you could uh, have that in your kitchen would you just a leg that you could slice off of no all
0: the time. i don't think i would <laughs> i don't think i would but you know they do sell the entire leg for yeah. like five six hundred dollars they
1: also sell it at costco apparently. You're you can kidding. get a whole hamon leg. It's probably Serrano not Iberico, but you can Do get you it. Did you leave a Costco. it out? You may as well. It's just Cuz it's like
0: totally salted, right? Just curing,
1: right? yeah. It's just sitting there. I mean it was hanging in a, somebody's, you know, off somebody's ceiling before it got to you in a cellar.
0: To me it just feels like Hannibal Lecter. I mean to have the leg. To out. have a,
1: an actual animal leg waiting there to be eaten off of, yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I and know. also, like, I love
1: the look of those slices that they slice them on. A gorgeous, oh, Yeah, gorgeous deli slicer.
0: Oh, I wish we were in Spain, Rana. Oh, there's so many places we'd Looking be in nice Looking in those windows, windows with all the, you know,
1: hanging meat hanging. Yes. <laughs> yeah, all the hanging meat. <laughs> all and that the, hang,
0: Rana. That really revs garlic. me up.
1: <laughs> hanging food, drying hanging food. food, hanging herbs. You know that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Uh, but instead, we will be with all of our Valentines in the Carriage House this Saturday. And
0: again, you can sign up for a meet and greet with either Ronna or me. I hate to tell you, Rana is sold out, well, which I predict. You want to meet Long Walt predic-
1: Disney or you want to meet Mickey Mouse? I'm Mickey
0: Mouse. Absolutely not, Ronna. I'm Mickey Mouse. You're Walt Disney.
1: I'm Mickey Mouse. You're Walt Disney.
0: I don't think so, Ronna. You you are the brains behind this.
1: Well, I'm surprised anybody I, you know what? Walt i Walt mean Disney. You're- What'd you say? Minnie. I went to Disneyland and Minnie was hitting on my date the whole time.
0: Are you I serious? believe it.
1: Yeah, I'm t- dead serious. Hitting what was all, she doing? Like- all over Mr. Cleveland. She was hitting all over him. She practically sat in his lap at the character breakfast.
0: Because you want to know why, Ronna? <laughs> First of all, what were you and Mr. Cleveland doing at the well, car- Just had- the two of you? We had
1: to take his grandchildren to Disneyland. That's why. Oh,
0: I see. Yeah. Minnie Mouse, by the way, because this is the problem. They're, those characters are very flirtatious because they're all, all arms and legs over
1: him, dripping all over him.
0: Excuse it's the me. only way they can express themselves. <laughs> it is, is it
1: flirtation.
0: Yeah, like Minnie's very <laughs> flirty, and also just her hands have to always be touching, and like she has to show off her heels. Yes,
1: well, she could have done that from a few feet away. She didn't have to sit on his lap. Excuse me.
0: Do the characters' eyes move? Like, does she bat her lashes as the character?
1: Good question. I don't think the eyelashes bat, but it's a good okay. question. If anything moves on the face, it's only the eyelashes.
0: I feel like Disney yeah. characters, although maybe some Looney Tunes, are the only ones who like fold their hands like this, but then put them out long and go yes, like and go like do their dough eyes and knee in. Yes, yes.
1: <laughs> uh, that was when we had dinner at Club Thirty Three. Ugh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which who yeah. knows if that's going to survive the pandemic? But I. Got I don't in. know. I bit. got in. That's all that matters.
0: And I didn't.
1: Yes. Well, you know, that was, I think, I can't remember where you were, that you weren't in California at the time I was in California. Well, I was here. were, and I forgot to tell you. I can't remember how it
0: I was here, Ronna, because there was a miscommunication. So I was in Boston.
1: Yeah. Mis- yeah. Miscommunication or non-communication, right. something like that. Something like but that. But Anyway, it starts at 6 p.m. on the West Coast, 9 p.m. on the East Coast. Anybody in any of the time zones going to have to figure out when they're going to see it. And it'll be up for seven days. So if you're one of those people, as I said, either is busy or lives in Australia, you uh you can watch it for seven days and then it disappears magically, poof, like a genie back into a bottle.
0: And then, by the way, it goes in the Disney vault, Rana.
1: That's right. It'll be in the in the uh, Museum of Television and Radio Archives after that forever. for anybody Correct. that needs to watch it. Now what's going on? We've got a couple of um. Do we have any any, any other housekeeping? We certainly have a few comments. Excuse me. We have me. a
0: ton of absolutely amazing People reviews. People have started
1: commenting again, which I'm delighted about, and they're almost a few of them have started following us on Instagram too. Can you believe? Oh, it? any I mean, thoughts
0: on the Golden Globes, Rana?
1: Wait, oh God!
0: I mean, Golden you, you Globes. Really s- you know what yeah.
1: someone said to me? They said it was like reading a mad a celebrity mad lips. <laughs> Reading the nominations was like, you know, who have you heard of half these things? that they? I know, like Al Pacino's
0: nominated for Hunters.
1: Yeah, well, Kate Hudson's nominated for music.
0: For music.
1: What is music?
0: Apparently, it's a movie Sia made about, and there's some controversy around it, because I think it's about, the central character I think is a girl who is autistic, and I guess Sia has music in it, and so I guess people are saying that. There's some controversy around how that's handled, I suppose. That okay. she's I don't know if-
1: chosen to express the inner life of an autistic person, but people Correct. that actually have autistic family members not happy about it. It's Is something that like story? that,
0: but I had never even heard of it. I didn't yeah. even know Kate Hudson was make, made a movie. No, I didn't know anything about that. Not nominated
1: for best leggings, nominated for best something,
0: acting. Yeah, not best athleisure wear.
1: Fabletics, not best Fabletics. for best athleisure and I mean there were a few things that I could remember on but there were all these things that either never came out and nobody even knew what they were or even ever heard of them. Yep. I mean there were it's for sure some such a publicity grab the golden globes and so it there really were a few things it felt a bit cynical almost
0: it felt it felt like a joke, and, all, and also yep. there was some stuff that really should have been nominated that wasn't. But I guess that's all the time. Yeah. And also there was stuff nominated that was like, and what is that? Like you said,
1: Spike Lee, but his children of the uh, Mister and Miss Golden, the Globe. the ambassadors.
0: Yeah, that's what they're calling you now, the Golden oh, Globe ambassadors. Oh, excuse me, the ambassadors. <laughs> they're trying to not make it a joke.
1: Yeah, but then they didn't nominate him. Yeah. What are you gonna do but that for?
0: The best director category. This was cool though. Three out of the five nominees were women. Two yeah. were women of color.
1: Yeah. That was very very, that was very, very cool. So, for sure. Yeah. But I don't understand. They're never going to be able to have a party. Do they think they have a party? What are they going to do? And it's also, they put it off anyway. When's it going to be in February or March? I mean, what's the story?
0: I heard Bruce Valanche say oh. that he thought.
1: <laughs> <laughs> of all the words that I knew would come out of your mouth someday, but didn't know I know.
0: Can I, t- <laughs> can I tell you, Ronnie? he would be a fabulous guest on the I'd show. I'd love
1: to have Bruce Valanche on. Let's he work on fa- it.
0: He, I heard him saying something about how. Have you get in how, with him? Yeah, I mean, I, I, we, I've, I've, I've had him. You I've can performed, get to him. I can get to him, but by the way, I think. <laughs> I think it's a, yeah. And it, I think we, either one Bruce. of us could get at to-
1: Bruce.Valanche I think that's about it. But he had a really
0: remarkable suggestion for how to do the Oscars this year. And he said that they should do it. You know, they'll film people separately or whatever. Yeah. But they should do it at that fabulous new museum that hasn't opened. Because apparently oh. it's supposed to be gorgeous. Yeah. And that should be like, you know, you could go through each decade and each sort of exhibit while they're doing, you know, while they're presenting and doing all that stuff.
1: The grand opening.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh,
1: all right. Should we do a couple of these reviews?
0: I would absolutely love all to, Ronna.
1: Right. D- well, one of them is a criticism I happen to know, but I'm uh, willing uh, well, to- Well, we're not I'm putting willing. that
0: on the marquee with uh, our pictures. I'm
1: willing to take it. Yeah.
0: Okay. Bearded spectacles. Five stars only. <laughs> <laughs> it's Bruce Valanche in disguise, bearded uh, yeah. spectacles. My first podcast discovery of 2021, and I can't even that believe- That would be
1: bearded tuxedo t-shirt spectacles. That's
0: true. That's yeah. true. My first podcast discovery of 2021, and I can't even believe the physical and emotional response I've experienced since listening, hmm. if I may quote, excuse me. My partner and I listen after work, happy hour. I also listen during the day, currently listening to the most recent episode with Colascola. So powerful. On a lighter note, I also listen to the first eight days of Ronica episode today on my earbuds. I'm not tied to a phone. My man needs to be available. So it's a respect thing.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: I I will say I have never understood the joy of ASMR until listening to Rana and Brian speak about products, services, experiences for two hours. Riveted. That is not sarcasm. Delightful guests. Banter. I would not hesitate to send a question if I really wanted their perspective. Please check them out. Fabulous.
1: Oh, well, that's very nice.
0: Oh, my God, Rana. I'm now getting to the criticism. Yes.
1: Well, this is purporting to be review. It is uh, five stars, so I have to give them credit for that. They gave us yep. the five stars. This yep. is from someone named Grandma National Socialist. Okay. And the subject is grammar correction for Ms. Glickman.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get yeah. ready. All right. Love
1: the, Now, I happen to know uh, producer Adam feels the exact same way this guy does, so that's how this slipped into the stack.
0: Oh, is Adam like a, a grammar?
1: Policeman, he is, yeah. He's
0: <laughs> a dictator, yeah.
1: yeah, he is. He's one of those people. Love the show. Found yeah. it only this year and have listened. Oh, well. Ah, oh, sorry. Uh-oh. Typo in the first sentence. Just Uh-oh. found it. Found Busted. it only this year and have listened to the whole thing in only a few weeks. Listened. Past tense, excuse me.
0: Yeah, now uh, who's, who's got the keys to the car?
1: Neglect- <laughs> <laughs> Neglecting nearly all other podcasts. The handsome Brian Safi is as funny as ever, and sometimes I can't tell if his more absurd advice is actually tongue-in-cheek or dead serious. I can't either. As for Ms. Glickman, her advice is sound, her voice soothing. But for someone who gives readers so much grief for poor grammar and incorrect (laughs) spelling, I'm surprised Ms. Glickman makes this very common grammar mistake over and over again. Well, you've already- can't even- You've already DQ'd yourself, Grandma National Socialist, by making a mistake in the first sentence and not even checking your uh, And we your need own your, work.
0: your party member card in our hands. It's revoked.
1: That's correct. After between, you always use me, never I. Between you and me, Brian and me, Jordan and me, never under any circumstances is I correct after between. What's a good test? If you can use we, you must use I. If you use us, you must me, you must me. You must use me. Right. Excuse and by the way, me.
0: I feel like we know this, and we would write that down. We would write it correctly. But like, yeah, between you and this I, this is how say we that. talk.
1: What do you want me to yeah. say? Yeah. Uh, and also, we've addressed this. We have addressed our or I have addressed my own shortcomings on the podcast before. What can I say? It's a colloquialism. This is the way I speak. Yeah. What do we say between us or between we? Excuse me. I hope Ms. Glickman can correct this simple mistake before she continues to shame letter writers Who for their the grammar hell? and spelling mistakes. I'll be listening. You're uh, from your Washington Heights fan. Kiss, kiss. Well, I like
0: Washington Heights. Well,
1: I do too. But he's got two two mistakes in this letter, so
0: that's true. That's Go true. And also, there is a difference screw. in what people.
1: Go screw. Go scratch. That's what I have to say to that. Go scratch. That's exactly. (laughs) Go scratch kitchen. That's what I have to say to that.
0: Go scratch kitchen. Yeah. Okay. You want to hear another one? Oh, is it a
1: scratch kitchen? I'd love to have dinner there.
0: Absolutely. Oh, it's scratch? Oh, of course. (laughs) If
1: everything is scratch, I'd love to eat there.
0: Do you have any new scratch recommendations? Well, I've
1: got a couple of scratch recipes I've been meaning to send you.
0: <laughs> it is insane. Rhonda told kitchen. me a long time ago. Have you noticed <laughs> that everything says scratch kitchen?
1: Yeah. Scratch kitchen. Yeah. From scratch.
0: Meaning S- what? You didn't microwave it? Like, scratch. isn't most kitchens scratch?
1: Scratch.
0: What a word. Okay. Sushi1235, five, five stars. Love this podcast. It always makes me laugh. I started listening when they had Cody on. Excuse me, of, me. uh Peloton fame. Soul cy- Peloton.
1: Yeah. <gasps> How dare you. You know what I'm going
0: to say, Ronna? Accuse
1: him of being a SoulCycle instructor. I did it on
0: purpose because I have yet to receive one, You're- much less two, free Peloton machines. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have so. to
1: bring it up with Cody Riggs and see yeah. what's going on. He said he was going to use his employee discount to get you the treadmill and the bike. So I don't know what's going on.
0: Yeah. yeah. I don't take less than 90% discount. No. They are hysterical. And growing up in Linfield. Sure. Is that in Massachusetts?
1: Right around the corner.
0: Now living in New Jersey, it brought me back. They're a great team. And the advice they give has me rolling. It has made walking my dongs every day. My dong. What did did I say? (laughs) dongs.
1: She walks her dongs? That's crazy.
0: It has made walking my dongs. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Rana, everyone needs to see the light of day sometimes. It has made walking my dogs every day somewhat more bearable.
1: Your dogs or your doms <laughs> yeah.
0: actually, I think the Dom would do the walk,
1: yeah, or the or Dom would... lives in the basement, so the Dom probably needs a walk too. I don't know
0: that's true, yeah, everyone deserves sun,
1: um fabulous. Yeah. Well, what can I say? I'm just getting so excited about the show. I'm going to have to drink, I don't know, five extra cups of Ask Rana coffee before the performance to make oh, sure that I'm me on too, for point. sure. I think I'll do probably a Shades of Vanilla Martini for myself.
0: I'm going to well, tell you, Rana. I think I got a little too tipsy the last time we did an Instagram live, so I'm going to have one drink on the table for well, myself. that was
1: our drinking show, though.
0: Oh, yeah, you're right.
1: Yeah. I mean, okay. the point of the show was that we had... Five cocktail. we cocktails. We made cocktails live on. We did our Instagram live, but That's the right. Negrana is probably the official drink of uh, the, the carriage, carriage house. house.
0: That's true. For this
1: event, and we're also going to put up a sig- another signature cocktail recipe. So people should check Instagram for that. So that way, people, we'll put it up probably tomorrow, Wednesday. So people can get their ingredients, they'll have them for the weekend, and they can have the signature cocktails in the oh, carriage fabulous. house with us.
0: Yeah. Oh, this is going to be so fun, for real.
1: I know. We're going to have a great time. We have a surprise entertainment for them. We, we have do. Like so much cruise. fun we stuff. Have
0: cruise, we have cruise entertainment. We, we
1: do. We do have cruise entertainment. I
0: know.
1: Broadway cruise director, who's who, Correct. Who, what we've got. Um, But today, we have a fabulous guest.
0: Uh. Is she is so funny.
1: Like someone else I know. She's an actor. She's yeah. a model. She's yep. a comedian, just like you.
0: You're right. Although Ronna, my order is model, actor, comedian.
1: Oh, I apologize. I make, I
0: make most of my money on, you know, yachts in Miami doing yeah. photo shoots. Sure,
1: dripping. With just Ivana. Dripping yeah. over the over the railing and yeah. exactly. Yeah. Wearing a exactly. little Versace bikini bottoms. That's yes, with
0: a with a stunning masculine sarong.
1: Did you yeah. watch that Andrew Cunanan thing when they had it, the Versace one?
0: I, You know, I didn't watch the whole series, Now, Yeah. I, I watched the first few.
1: I wondered if it was any good. You know what I forgot to tell you? The podcast I keep telling you to listen to, and I put this on the Instagram been, last I week. I only have
0: one left. I only or I don't know, is it still going? I only, I'm like toward the end of what's available. So
1: you've been listening?
0: Yeah, I just started listening after we recorded the, you know, the other day.
1: And are you enjoying it. Loving it. Well, when you're done,
0: and you're right, it's so digestible. Like, I mean, it's and it's it quick flies twenty by. minutes. Yeah, yeah.
1: But when you're done, they have a. Front I'm not line. a monster. Is the
0: name of it? In case people are wondering, yeah,
1: yes. There's a front line. Okay. Called Return from ISIS, which is you. And what you realize is they took the audio that he used to make his front line, and they made the pie. You know, they sort of did them at the same time as I a see. companion piece. But you can see everybody, all the characters, and you can see them in motion on the. Frontline. I watched the Frontline last some night. Some of
0: it is so shocking. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it, but some yeah. of it is really, really intense. But it's really well done. Those
1: sisters. How about those sisters?
0: What is it, Lori and Lori
1: and, and Sam?
0: Sam, right? Of course. Yeah. and yeah. Musa
1: and Mousa, of course.
0: And the son who had to when they talk when they go through oh. those videos of that son, it truly killed me.
1: Yeah. Well, you get to see them and everything on the on the front wow. line. Yeah. So, when you're done with the podcast, watch the front line. Okay, I will. Okay, uh, should we bring on our fabulous guest,
0: Sydney Washington, headed your way, <laughs> Rana,
1: Brian,
0: Hubba Hubba! It's Valentine's Day.
1: It certainly is. It
0: certainly is. Can I tell you something about my sex? Oh. You mean not my sex life, Rana?
1: Okay. Oh, you mean the male of the sex of the species? Yeah. Yeah, please do. I
0: think, and this is not a Rita Rudner, but I think men are always much harder to shop for. I include myself in that category. No question. It's just sort of like I don't know what the hell to get you. So let me tell you (laughs) what your man really wants. Okay.
1: Please, please do.
0: He wants a man crate. You heard of this, Rana?
1: I actually have. These are these fabulous gift boxes that are just focused for men. Is that right?
0: They're just focused for men. And the packaging, Rana. I have to say, because I got one. I got the whiskey aficionado one. Do you say aficionado or aficionado?
1: I say aficionado.
0: Do you say accessories or accessories?
1: I definitely don't say accessories. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Because I'm not a cast member on the Jersey Shore, but thank you. Yeah.
0: Everything comes packed in this box that they sent a tool with you because you basically it's like it's a, called smash a cr- thing.
1: it's called a crowbar
0: a crowbar you smash this things <laughs> this thing open and it's like a it's like a challenge and it's really fun to watch someone open it it's also really fun to open it you have know to firsthand. open the crate you have to open the crate and they give you a crowbar yeah now. There are hundreds of unique gift options that guys love, all available at mancrates.com, like the flagship best-selling whiskey appreciation crate, which is the one I got.
1: And what was in there?
0: There's a handmade whiskey decanter, rock glasses. Gorgeous. Ice via molds, slate coasters, and premium snacks. Excuse me.
1: Yeah, no, they have some gorgeous things. I went on their website.
0: It's gorgeous. You could get the exotic meats grand bouquet, including boar, buffalo, elk, and venison jerky and assorted salamis. For the in jerky
1: a, lover in your life. For the
0: jerky lover. And that yeah, comes in a don't personalized pizza glass. not them on the sofa
1: because they might pass a little gas after eating all That's that true. jerky. That's yeah. true.
0: Yeah. Meat gas. He'll love the personalized <laughs> pizza grilling crate with a pizza peel oh. dough, seasoning, roller, cutter, and four pizza stones fabulous also personal personalization makes it special the man crates come emblazoned with his name for free this is i great. now have a decanter that says brian do you really
1: of course I mean, th- honestly that's fabulous i know but you know what's more fabulous what what are we giving people we're giving people 15 percent off tell them all
0: about it brian 15% off. Right now get 15% off orders over $99 only at mancrates.com slash Brian. That's B-R-Y-A-N. 15% off at mancrates.com slash Brian. Mancrates.com slash Brian. Also, Ronna, you could get me the jerky heart, which is a heart shaped box filled with jerky in 10 different flavors, like Honestly, honey, bourbon, and whiskey maple. Yeah, that's
1: pretty cute. I have to say, so cute. men are so hard to buy for, and it's always such a challenge on Valentine's Day. If you don't know exactly what your partner likes, yes, it can be such a conundrum. And this is a great way to give them something they already love and give them the gift box experience. And you can keep the box, so there you go. Mancrates.com slash Brian. Attention Carriage House members run a year to tell you all about Anchor.fm. FM. Anchor is the fabulous app that we use to create our podcast. And let me tell you something: you can use it to create a podcast of your own. So download the free Anka app now or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Kiss, kiss. So wait a minute, Brian. I,
0: You've got,
1: we've got Sid Can Cook with see it to, today. Excuse sh- me.
0: I just want to say, not only is Sidney Washington absolutely hilarious, you yeah. should go to her Instagram, you should listen to her podcast, you should absolutely watch the Sid Can Cook videos. She's got the best lighting in the game, period. We have period. never had
1: anybody bathed in devilish pink light like this before. That's what but I, all I have to
0: say is Rhonda. She was here two seconds before she kicked up some dirt that you are not interested well, in. Well,
1: you're exactly right. We <laughs> said to Sid because we're in Marble Hut, so we got the big snow dump. And Brian uh, Brian asked Sid, "Hi, Sid. How now? I'm calling you, Sid.
0: <laughs> <me After> Sidney's <laughs> in New York. Now yes. I'm
1: calling Sidney. Sid. <laughs> right." Brian said, "Sydney, did you get snow?" And what did you say, Sydney? I said,
2: "Yes, we did." He said, "Did you get hammered?" And I yeah. said, "Yes, and I'm sober. So I don't like being hammered." Right. But unfortunately, I don't even have shoes to go outside right
1: now. I don't have proper right. shoes for snow. The
0: deep shoes, Which like yes. deep snow I shoes. said,
1: how long have you lived in New York? What do you mean you don't have shoes? <laughs> you don't have a pair of boots?
2: I Oh, wait, hold on. I lost a couple of boots in a, in
0: a breakup. What does oh, that mean? What, is that I, I, what does I, that mean? shoot.
1: What does that mean?
0: Were you the same size shoe?
2: You know, the th- good thing about lesbians is we, we make sure that we're around the same size so that we can share. I do have so, to say
0: that is a perk <laughs> about being a homosexual <laughs> mm-hmm. is your closet can double if you're into the same sort of stuff.
1: So you're oh, telling requirement. me your girlfriend had the same size shoe. Yes. And she took all your snow boots. You know what? I didn't take them.
2: So she took them. I didn't. I was like, what am I going to do with these? These are not even cute. And she she has them. She's in Detroit right now. And she's like, see, if you would have just took those shoes, you would have had them. That's
1: called being a practical lesbian.
2: Practical. But (laughs) yeah, something in my heart knew that there was a pandemic coming yeah. So
0: I don't even need shoes. Do you, you know hear what? Me? You're right. And by the way, I will say in Sydney's defense, <laughs> I lived in New York probably not as long as, as you have, but like I think I was there six, seven years. Mm-hmm. I never owned a pair of snow boots.
1: Well, that's ridiculous on both yeah. fronts. Because there's nothing worse. Two wrongs don't make a right wrong. <laughs> is there anything worse? All you have to do is have this happen one time. When you step off the sidewalk. And the puddle is so much deeper than you thought it was going to be. And you are walking around Manhattan with a wet foot for the rest of the day. And that can happen in the rain or it can happen in the snow. And it turns your whole day around in the wrong sure. direction. Excuse me. But they have, I mean, look, is a snow boot cute? Now they have, that's the pandemic look. Everybody's wearing snowsuits so they can go <laughs> sit outside. And eat. Have you seen this, Sid? No. People what, what in New York they- are buying snow suits so they can go sit outside and have dinner.
0: Oh, they're buying like full blown full snow
1: suits so they can go sit outside and have dinner under a heat lamp at a cafe. Are you That's- getting
2: are you getting snow outfits, the um the snow outfits confused with
1: hazmat suit? No. That- I'm not. Good question. There's, there's a difference.
0: Okay. There's a fine line. I'm there's talking
1: about full snow suits that you would wear if you were a child and going skiing or snowboarding <laughs> or something.
0: With the mittens with no fingers?
1: People one pieces. I'm not yeah. kidding.
0: Well, so
1: anyway, we hope, we're hoping Sid gets a pair of boots so she can go out to the <laughs> bodega and get whatever she needs. Go get Sydney, a Sydney, are a bagel. you just
0: truly cuz you're like a stand-up? Uh-huh. Is this been a I mean it's been a nightmare for everybody, but is that why you started doing Sid Can Cook, which, by the way, is so entertaining and star-studded? I hate to tell you, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. were you just craving an audience, essentially a live audience? Now,
2: Uh yeah. There's there's literally no reason to try and actually go out there and do stand-up right now because it just it doesn't hit the same. Like yeah. people are in mass, everything is social distance. Yeah. You're outside. Like it's not the same vibes as a comedy club. And we we love a low ceiling, so the so the laughs, laughs spread out, and it's it's more powerful. Yeah. So, did you do yeah. a few of those rooftop shows over the summer? Um, I did. I, yeah. I, and unfortunately, I felt like jumping off the roof after yeah. the set. I said, <laughs> I did yeah, wonder about that. I said, I can't do this. This is not for me. This is not my brand. Yeah. I'm not here for it. I got to stay in the house. So, um, yeah, I started I started the show because I was like, oh, I I need to still do content or whatever and i was never a like front-facing camera like going live type of person i i'm very much like let's be in person and do this because i don't need you to catch it on tape any of the m- mistakes i don't need you to see that
0: sure sure sure. Yeah. yeah that makes sense
2: but you're enjoying it the people are enjoying it the people see it yeah, and the they people
0: love it are enjoying <laughs> it that's true i read i went through a bunch of the comments they love it the yeah, people are great.
2: enjoying
1: it you're doing it
2: Yes, I'm doing it because cooking is not easy. Like <laughs> no. they, show, they show you on these, sh- these shows. Highly edited, yeah. Yeah, very edited. they like, they've been cooking for you know hours and then they cut it to 30 minutes and you're like, oh, I could do that.
0: And I will also say that recipes are bald-faced liars because they also say 40 to 45 minutes, impossible.
1: Lies. It well, lies. That is an interesting thing about, that's when you know you have a good cookbook. When people talk about what's the difference between, you know, this cookbook or that cookbook writer or whatever, when you get into the bare bones of making a recipe, you start to realize that there are recipes that work and recipes that don't work. And somebody told you, this is how this recipe goes. But then you get in there and when you have a really good cookbook writer, they say, now keep your eye on the oven because depending on how hot your oven is, could be 40 minutes, could be 45. I'd check it at 42 or whatever, something that you know that somebody has been through the motions, because otherwise things just you spend all this time and the recipe doesn't turn out, and it's there's no worse feeling. Than yeah, but that. if you
2: t- if you talk to a good good mom, like a mom that, or auntie or grandmother, they yeah. don't know the measurements. No. They don't they have, have a recipe. Grrr. Like the the best food I've tasted is somebody who's like. They're pouring, they're sprinkling, they're looking, they're not looking, they're doing their thing, they're singing, they're listening to music. They're not thinking about like the proper measurements of anything.
1: that's because they've done it enough times to know what they're But but they're also, you know what? I'm the artists.
0: I'm going to take the greatest generation down a peg by saying this. I'm obsessed with my grandmother. She's Syrian, so it's always just Middle Eastern food. I have tried to write down recipes and I'm like, how much of this? And she goes, you know, just how, however much. That's what she says. Yeah. As if I'm just supposed to absolutely, or like, you know, just some of this. And so then I just Little end up writing down like yeah. some of meat, some of The other whatever. thing
1: they do is they'll give you a recipe and leave out an ingredient. And then mm-hmm. they'll ask you how it was because they want this to be better. <laughs> they'll say it was good. Was it- oh, but it wasn't great. It was good. Well, you'll come back to my house. I'll make it for you they rice. leave out an ingredient. The other thing I Smart. tell people is cook it till it's delicious. When people say how long should I cook it when it's delicious? You can serve it when it's delicious.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well that is so helpful. I mean, your delicious I hope you take is, these tips and run.
2: <laughs> well, I was going to say that your delicious is different from my delicious No, because, it isn't. Beca- No, isn't. <laughs> yes. I no. I love top ramen. Now, that might not be your taste, okay? But everybody's
1: delicious. No,
2: it's not. That is some people's rock bottom. Who doesn't like bottom. top ramen? That's some people's rock bottom,
1: honey. Well, it's no, you, no, you no, rock no. bottom in life, but it's still good.
0: <laughs> do you eat it like an a chip? muffin? McMuffin
1: is still an egg McMuffin, <laughs> even if do you you, eat, you know, king of England.
0: Do you eat it like chips or do you put it in hot water?
1: Who is eating what? Who I, are these I eat it like
0: oh, chips. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> you're lying. I take the cube and I unwrap it and I eat it like a, like a granola bar.
2: Are you getting. No, I, you have to get off the call. The call is done. It's a wrap.
1: <laughs> Tell what? us you're making that up.
0: I'm not making it up. It's quicker.
1: No. and Quicker? What are you talking about? Does it turn, doesn't turn to a noodle?
0: It, I know, but it, it's like a nice crunch. I'm no, just telling you. this is you, a just,
1: routine. You're doing a, a routine. It is a bit. A, huh? It's a bit.
0: It's absolutely not a bit. That's how <laughs> I eat it. I will not, I don't eat it all the time, but when I do, I like it raw or uncooked. <sighs>
1: All right. But anyway, sorry, not that's, that's not what would... this show is well, about. I know. what you've just proven is that no one should take any of your advice How for the rest of the show. You, How dare
0: you, Rana? How dare you?
1: that's what we just learned. If you want an alternate perspective, go to Brian. That's what we've learned here. Okay. <laughs> just because I'm in Shall we question? Yes. Sydney deal. What we do, people send us questions. They're desperate. They have nowhere to go. They have no boots. They can't go out into the snow. So, so they sit at their computers. They send us questions. We answer them. We think we give terrific advice, do we? We can't really say. So the only thing you need to do here is speak from the heart, dear. Whatever you have to say is perfectly valid. And whatever these people do with that advice is entirely up to them. Okay? I'm here for it. Hello, Rana and Brian, and wonderful guest. Sydney. In this case, our BFF, Sid. I so enjoyed the podcast and want to thank you for the smiles and laughs you've given me over these last 12 years of COVID isolation. Even when the letters you're responding to are about very specific circumstances, there are very helpful insights in the way you walk through your advice that I've found to help me in my own life. Okay. Talk through your advice. I apologize. My question uh, is maybe a bit banal, but I would certainly appreciate your thoughts. I am a 40-year-old single woman, no kids. I have a good job that involves working for a state agency in government relations. I am a public employee, not political staff or lobbyist, but my job revolves around the Capitol and everything is political at the Capitol. Even the most technical bill an agency introduces gets thrown into the Capitol machine. I've got this job because I had prior experience as a legislative committee staffer and have now been there for seven years. My boss is great, I like the people I work with directly, and I make a comfortable living. Because half of the year during the legislative season is so intense and busy, I'm able to spend a lot of time with my parents and family who I am very close with and friends the other half of the year. My conundrum. I have an opportunity to take a position with a federal three-letter agency.
0: Three-letter? Oh, three-letter. FBI,
1: CIA, ATF, something like that. WWE. Yes, exactly. Uh, It is a very cool opportunity that few people get. I've wanted to do this type of work for a long time. The downside is that I could be assigned anywhere in the country and would have to take a fairly significant salary reduction. Okay. There are so many things to consider. My thinking tends to just run in circles. It seems crazy to take a pay cut, but I do have a healthy start on a retirement account. Thanks in large part to some money my aunt left me. My work environment is great right now, but if the 2022 election flips the governor's office, all of the senior management in my agency would change. And I don't know what their priorities might be. I like where I live and am very tight with my family. So moving across the country would be hard. But this is a very cool, I'm sorry I said very cool twice, but alas, opportunity. 40 seems pretty old to be switching career lanes, but I hate politics and and would never want my boss's job. The only next step up where I'd be directly involved in the politics uh, is where I'd be directly involved in the politics of it all. Is there an angle on this that I'm not thinking of? How do I appropriately weigh all of these factors? Do I count the literal weight of my mom's tears if I had to move 1,000 miles away? If COVID-21 is waiting for us around the corner, is this the time to be doing every cool thing that we safely can? I like my life, but there's nothing very different between where I'm at now than where I was seven years ago. Would a big change like this be energizing or foolhardy? Thank you for your objective insights, B.
0: Sydney, what do you think? Should this person stay in the job and the town they're in, they're close to family, they're close close to friends, or should they take a pay cut and a risk at something exciting and move across the country? What do you think?
2: I think last year showed us that being comfortable is not always the move, right? Like the only reason why a lot of people have changed, uh, like maybe personally personally, about who they are as a person is because they had to get uncomfortable. So I think, yeah, it's scary, you know, like one, a pay cut right now, but being in a, in a world or a life that it's like mundane and it's safe and you're 40 and you're single and, and you don't have any kids. It's like, why not take the risk? Like, what do you have to lose your life Well, I mean, we've been losing lives left and right. Like it's just do at least lose your life doing something that you, you might love you and you won't know if you love it until you do it.
0: I think you want to do it. And I think you should just do it. Yeah. I I think for me, I agree. It's a, it's a no brainer. I I feel like you have to do this. Um, And I, cause I don't think you're going to feel settled later if you don't. And I think you're, Family, but there's no better excuse of staying somewhere than, you know, family and friends and things like that. But like Sydney said, if not now, when? I mean, now's the time to like, I just mean in your life to like, if this opportunity presented itself, it might be a pay cut, but maybe where you're going isn't, is a lower cost of living? Who knows? Yeah.
1: I was thinking but that same thing. Yeah, I,
0: I would absolutely, absolutely do it. And whether the, you know, the sadness of your family who will also, by the way, be happy for you.
1: And if you hate it, you can move back to DC. DC's not going anywhere. You already know that whole game. It sounds like this is a professional challenge that actually is really exciting to you. And I think at this stage in life, most pe- at 40, most people don't get that opportunity. Most people are exactly where you are, which is they've hit a comfortable level and then they're hoping to get their boss's job someday or what you know you already know you don't want your boss's job, so you can either stay where you are and be a sort of middle management person doing the same thing over and over if that's what you enjoy doing that's fine a lot of people their life outside of work is more important to them than their life at work and that they're happy with that but you seem to be itchy for whatever this it would have been great if this job had come around five years ago when you were a little younger and you Weren't worried about your parents getting older and that sort of thing. But how old are your parents really? I mean, if nobody's sick and you don't have to be around to take care of them or whatever it is, take advantage of this time to try something new and spread your wings a little. This could lead you on a career path for the next 20 years. Or you hate it, you come back to D.C. and I don't know what your ambitions are for a family or not a family or whatever. But if that's going to happen, it's going to happen in the next probably five years or so. So this is your moment.
0: Sydney, have you ever dated a government official?
1: Absolutely not. Yeah. Mm-mm.
2: <laughs>
1: Are you, no, you never dated a postwoman.
2: No, 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 no. I, <laughs> I, I haven't dated anybody with like a, a real job in a long sure, time. Sure, sure. In a sure, long <laughs>
1: time. Oh, you know
2: what? I'm, I'm joking. Okay. My ex-girlfriend, She was a producer for posts, editing for movies and films and stuff, but it just, it still felt very close to what I'm kind of doing. But yeah, I mean, to deal with somebody, government official, no, we, we, what are we going to talk about? I
0: know. Also, they can't talk to you some of the time, right? Isn't that another thing?
1: If it's the CIA, they can't tell you anything.
0: What about you, Ronna? Ever had a love affair with uh, James Comey?
1: With a... (sighs) Or G- no, just David Axelrod. I suppose he oh, was a you government love, she's official. She's a huge
0: crush on David. Okay. Yeah. D- what about yeah. that Democratic pollster who and lives then the in Martha's pollster, Of
1: course, yeah. then there was the pollster. Yeah. Mm. So if you consider that a government official, but you know. All right. More of an appointee.
0: Sounds very sexy.
1: Uh, go for it, dear. All
0: right. Here we go. Yeah.
1: yeah. And also you can add the other thing is what an endurance test this last year has been. However uncomfortable you are going to be in this new setup. You can handle it. Everybody can handle everything now. That's what they're learning from the last twelve months or so—six or years or twelve years, however long you said this was. Okay, dear. Sorry,
0: dear Rana Bryant, an amazing guest, Sydney. Ever since I heard Rana on throwing shade, now attitudes. All I could think was I needed this amazing woman giving me advice on every aspect of my life. Oy. This podcast, his this podcast. This PastaCast has been a real treat and I have enjoyed every episode over the last year. My wife and I have been happily married for six years and together for just over 10. She's an EMT and I distribute medical supplies, so COVID has been at the forefront of our lives for the last year. Over the last several months, my apolitical wife has taken a new liking to politics and all things COVID. At first, her constant MSNBC watching was kind of exciting as I felt like we could finally have intellectual political conversations at home as before she was seemingly uninterested. By the way, thank God it's MSNBC. There are worse things to get addicted to. Fast forward to today, and it seems like all my wife wants to talk about is COVID or the current political climate. Granted, things are much better now with the Biden presidency, but it is taxing nonetheless. How do I tell my wife I do not have the energy to discuss COVID with her any longer? We are both women, if that changes your advice in any way. Also, Brian, I have overused the dramatic storm out. So if your suggestion is for me to simply leave the room every time she brings up COVID, I feel I've overplayed that card already. Thank you for all of your amazing advice and for all the ways you've elevated my life over the last year. Kellen. Spelled like the Irish way, maybe, with a C. Kellen with a C.
1: Oh, well, maybe it's Selen.
0: Sydney, are you in a what? relationship right now? And tell me if I'm getting too personal.
2: I, no, I am. It, nothing's off limits here. Uh, oh, fabulous. S- yeah, so I've, I've been in a relationship. It, it's actually happened during uh, the pandemic. How did you meet? Instagram.
0: So you, she, you, one of you was following the other or something? Or, or what happened?
2: You know, we had a mutual friend and, you know, I might have liked to comment and then she slid in my DMs and then, you know, it was just like love at first text, I guess.
0: Well, by the way, meeting through a mutual friend is like only the best case scenario.
2: Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, but my mutual friend was like. I think she's been a matchmaker before. And she's like, I don't want no parts. like, Because okay. if, if something happens, then I'm in the middle of it. And then I right. don't want to have to pick. So she didn't really want to be involved. But she was like, you know what? They're actually awesome. And they would probably be amazing together. So let me just nudge it a little bit.
1: So Do it's you- going well. How long has it been going for here? Six months. Oh, wow. Nice. Okay. Yeah. That's fabulous. And she's mm-hmm. in New York, too. No, long distance.
0: Oh. Oh, yes. even better. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you know, I'm sure you would like to well, see her more, but that's high, yeah. also kind of yeah. nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, does she, do you Ryan all talk- Brian loves a
1: relationship that's not <laughs> too close to home.
0: Seeing someone four times a year sounds great.
1: Yeah. It actually,
2: how could it not work, you know?
0: Yeah. As long as I have an Easter date, I'm good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> to the egg roll.
0: Exactly. <laughs> Sydney, do you do, do do you all talk politics? Is it in the fabric of your relationship? What, what or is there anything that, either of you talk about the drives the other one crazy or maybe not yet
2: no we we talk about everything and anything yeah. and even the hard topics we're we we try our best to get involved but yeah it's just you know if you had a long day already dealing with whatever life is giving you and then you have to come home or be home with someone who that's all they want to talk about the stuff that's yeah. like low key is a drag and bringing us all down I mean, no. You're like this. You're supposed to be the person that makes things a little bit more easier. Or I should be excited to
1: talk to you, at least. Especially you know? when they
0: work in the field. Like, yeah. I mean, they're they're on the front lines of COVID. So who wants to take that home and talk about it all
1: night? And it well, she's the EMT, the one who's talking about it all oh, the time. Oh, you're right. Right? Mm-hmm. right. And then the other yeah. one, the one who wrote to us, is the medical distributor. Correct. This is no different than when people become obsessed with politics and they go down a wormhole and Mm -hmm. it is the only thing that they consume and that they, for whatever reason, they are addicted to that kind of anxiety. And by the way, they always act like
0: they just discovered it. like that they just came up with like, oh my God, did you know that this was going on? It's like, yeah. It's like when someone gets obsessed (laughs) with something really, really fast, if they want to take a surfing lesson and all of a sudden they bought like a $10,000 surfboard. Do you know what I mean? They just like Mm -hmm. dive straight into the professional level. It's kind of crazy making.
1: Yeah. It's a little annoying that this person wasn't really engaged in the world before. And now they, (laughs) and now they've decided to be, and that's that's fine. But it's also indicative of the same pandemic anxiety, which is that they can't control what's happening. And, and understandably this person works as an EMT. So they're, they're surrounded by the possibility of being in contact with people that are, covid positive or could transfer it or what you know what or uh you know uh what's the contagious etc mm-hmm. etc but it is ruining your home life so i mean i'm wondering if you've had the conversation where you just say it's too much it's too much
0: it's affecting me
1: yeah My- it is exactly as sydney was saying just this negative cloud i mean What What were were you going to say, Sydney?
2: Oh, sorry. Uh, My ex-girlfriend, because I was, like, highly involved with comedy, and that's all I did. I did shows every night. Sure. All my friends were comedians. And she had to tell me. She was like, hey, yeah, like, I don't love comedy as much as you, and I don't want to watch comedy shows. I don't want to watch stand-up all the time. I don't want to hear about it. Like, you have friends for that, and, like, you should talk to them about that. and then." You know, if you could sprinkle it in our convo, fine, but like, yeah, I don't I'm paying all the rent and I have to hear you talk about <laughs> comedy? Yeah, that's
0: I'm not going to work. I'm getting a show I didn't pay for or <laughs> uh, want. Yeah.
1: And how and how did you feel
2: hearing that? I said, yeah, no, I'm I sometimes I feel like I sound like a broken record cuz I'm always talking about why doesn't the industry say me? Like, oh my god, can you believe what that televis- that television show got greenlit and it's trash like my my girlfriend does not care. She like works in film, kind of as well, and she's like, I, I want to talk about anything else except this,
0: you know? Right.
2: Yeah,
1: I think you just have to say something. Yeah,
0: I do have another idea, but it, oh boy, but does it's it involve a wig. It's time. Well, yeah, you could you could do like a. <laughs> Sort of like the burlesque wig that Cher does that we've often mentioned. Yeah. And you could stand outside the place and you could just do like a heart in the foggy window or whatever. Uh And then Uh just say something like, I'm, I love, I hate COVID too. You know what I mean? Or you you could (laughs) send yourself, we've done this before, a dozen roses or a box of chocolates. Yeah. And just from someone mysterious and just say, dear Kellen. I hate, COVID, I hate COVID too, and I hate talking about it. Love, mystery. No. And then you go to your partner and you say, who's this from? And then they say, who, I don't know. Did someone send you flowers? And you say, yeah, it's someone who hates talking about COVID. They really know me. Huh, I'll figure out who this was. <laughs> it's not my no. best idea, but it's a good one.
2: That's how you that's how you start a fight and you're you're gonna be sleeping on the couch.
1: You're gonna be in the doghouse. I think you yeah. just have to say something. It's too much. I can't do this. It's constant.
0: Or buy I, a pack of cigarettes and say, every time you bring up COVID, I'm smoking in the house.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to take a year off my life every time you bring up COVID. I'm gonna do it my the job myself. Exactly. We are eating, sleeping, and breathing this. Yeah. I need a break. I am as interested as you are in what the if the numbers are going up or going down. We can't control this. Okay? We can do our part, but we can't control the grade of pandemic. And, and I have we to say there's doing our part.
0: There's nothing good for anyone health-wise about leaving the news on all day or watching it all night. There's no, You never get relaxed doing that. You never wind down doing that. It's only all panic and All it inducing. does
1: is rev you up. That's exactly course, And especially right.
0: cable news is designed to rev you up. Like It's yeah. designed to really take you to a, a peak and make you freak out and want more. I so. feel
1: that I am losing you to this, and we are losing the balance in our home. Mm -hmm. The news has never
2: made me wet I just I'm like Like It's 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 Like inform me But I've never been damp So But Wolf
0: Blitzer Isn't making you Feel things No And make you Your girlfriend wanna Right Go to town Yeah Yeah That's fair (laughs) Yeah I I would say the same for me
1: You gotta say something
0: Have you ever had a crush On a newscaster Either of you I did have a crush On Jake Tapper For a minute But it went away fast
1: Which minute? What was the election? What was the hot story? Let's see.
0: I think it was like post. I think it was during Me Too, actually. I think it was right around there when he was just talking a lot about it. And I just thought it was very sexy. What's his his name again? Jake Tapper. He's, listen, he's not like a heartthrob. He's the
1: big CNN guy. I bet you he's more attractive in person than he is on camera. Maybe.
0: I'm so scared of what Sydney's reaction is going to be.
1: I I could I could see that for
2: you, you know. Yeah. Like uh, I could see it's something. Ab- it's something about the like the
0: forehead that's like yes. There's
2: something like stern and sexy in
1: there.
0: Correct. You know, I, he is and I,
1: masculine. And
0: yeah. he also has a little yeah. bit of like I don't know a if it's lisp a list or something, something that yeah. I think is so sexy. Yeah,
1: he has a little <laughs> like bit of a too. weird speech impediment.
0: Yes, yeah. and I like that. Yeah. What about you all? Anyone? Uh,
1: I'm more of a foreign correspondent type.
0: I okay, enjoyed well,
1: Nick Payton Walsh from uh, CNN International. Yeah, okay, well, you he's lost He's a little me bit there. of a phony, but he's very cute. Uh, right. And uh, and yeah, who else did I used to like? Does Rachel Maddow Jack? do
0: it for you? That's an offensive question.
2: Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> you know, I'm, I didn't have a crush on her. I don't have a crush on her. But uh, Connie Chung, I met her when I was waitressing at a bar. She's and fabulous. She was, she was staying in the hotel And she would come down like every night or whatever and have like like a little drink or like hang out at the bar just to just real quiet. Nicest. Just awesome. Has so many stories. Just light. Just sweet, sweet, sweet. And, you know, she's a little older, but beautiful. Stunning. Just awesome person. So I have nothing but nice things to say. We were just
1: talking about Connie Chung. We had we were watching the um, Tanya Hadding 30 for 30. Mm-hmm. That was on, you know, the ESPN Thirty for Thirty movies about Tanya Harding and, and uh, Nancy Kerrigan, and Connie Chung was one of the commentators. that she was that they great. interviewed and she was terrific. She was so, so tr- good, wearing that oh, wait, black leather at, blazer.
0: You worked out like an A-list cocktail kind of like you would run into people, right, or oh, see yeah. people. I All mean, when time. you
2: say run into them, you mean like right. with with right. my tray and ask them what they the- want to drink? <laughs> yeah, that's that's a run-in for sure.
1: Was it a, in New York or where?
2: In New York, yeah. Uh-huh. In Manhattan. So you are, not, to- you,
1: are you going to tell us where or you don't have oh, to? Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: The place is getting shut down, honey. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, I was working at... No, fortunately, I was working at the Rose Bar at the Gramercy Park Hotel. Oh, but yeah. unfortunately, I heard it's getting...
0: Oh, they're shutting it down.
2: Yeah, shit, getting shut down. I think it's the getting the entire hotel. Bought. Yeah, the whole hotel. Really? Wow. Yeah. A B Rosen was not paying the bills like that or something oh, like that's that. That's too
1: bad because that's yeah. a beautiful hotel.
0: It
2: is. Pretty. I mean, yeah.
1: iconic, legendary. Yeah. So many or things just, has happened. I love that corner. I love to have breakfast at right yes! there. Yes, yeah.
2: yeah. Oh my god, they would have delicious ricotta pancakes. I mm. love how the
1: I love how the windows are just below street level. Yes. See so sort of you can see the park, but you sort of see people walk by. It feels mm-hmm. like sitting in an aquarium. I love it. Yeah, and you right. can people watch. People Do you watch the feet? No, you see the people, but you sort of I, I can't explain Is it. like it. a it legs commercial. On Irving Place too. It's just there's something very cozy about being slightly subterranean.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, right. but
1: still getting all the light and all I of that. I see what the, you're saying. Yeah. Right. What were the famous things that happened at the Grand Missy Park Hotel? You were saying it's iconic.
2: Yeah, I mean uh, t- Harvey Weinstein got punched in the face by a DJ there. Yeah, <laughs> fabulous. Um, uh, Good. Ma- I don- can't remember who it was, with Mary Kate or Ashley. Remember when they were dating? What's the older guy? Well, all they do is date older guys. Sarkozy? But-
0: no, not Sarkozy. No, no. Um,
2: um who, who is a bicycling? What's his name? Uh, yes,
0: not Lance who- Armstrong.
2: Le- Lance Armstrong.
0: Yes. Oh she was. She was yes. oh my God. one of the
2: Olsen twins dated Lance Armstrong? Yes.
0: Yes. Huh. Mm-hmm. I believe- Yep.
2: And they caught they caught them there at the bar. They I caught, remember and
0: I always remember seeing they, pictures.
2: They met them there or they mm. caught him cheating? The, no, not cheating, but they caught them like he, yeah. she was sitting on his lap and yeah. then it was in uh the New York Post.
1: You know a very sad single mother Penelope Cookies is uh is mother. Penelope That's that cookies. Doctor. Penelope right. cookies. Uh, this is our friend Penelope who sold Girl Scout cookies. Mm-hmm. Penelope cookies had her bot mitzvah at the Grand Mercy Park Hotel last year.
0: Wow, up oh. on the
1: in the penthouse, and it was did Paris absolutely though? gorgeous. She spent good money. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. I know that it was a small affair, but it was a gorgeous affair. I wow, was start. this during the yeah. pandemic? No, this was right before. It was a year ago in October.
0: This okay. was a few. Didn't she do yeah. her bot mitzvah at the same time Rita Ora did her birthday party? And they did it together.
1: Well, Rita agreed to split to perform for free because she wanted the room <laughs> right. at 8 30. She wanted the room back. That's right. All right. This is our last question. Dear Rhonda Bryan and talented guest, isn't that? Uh, for sure. For two, yeah, somebody had a little foresight when they wrote this. I have a question about magical thinking. Well, you've come to the right place. Definitely. My boyfriend and I recently ended our two year relationship synopsis. We met on the West Coast, had three incredible months together. Then he moved east for work. I always knew that he was moving. It wasn't a surprise. After nine months of long distance, I convinced my company to let me work remote pre-COVID. So it actually took some work and I moved to the East Coast too. Together we had many wonderful times and some terrible times. Eventually the terrible overtook the wonderful and he broke up with me. I was devastated and so embarrassed. I truly hated facing every day. I'm in my mid-30s and have had long relationships and breakups before, but nothing has upset me like this. Yes, I got a therapist. My ex relocated for work two months after our breakup. We spent a little time together before he left, which was really enjoyable and to me reaffirmed that we really do like being around each other. Since his move, we talk, email, or text every day, which we didn't when we were initially broken up. I know much of this is because he doesn't have a friend group yet, and the interactions will decrease as he constructs a life in his new city. That said, I've developed a long-distance mindset where I subconsciously, now consciously, I guess, consider him my boyfriend. I have been so much happier and more positive. I am no longer disappointed by the prospect of facing the coming day. Is it okay to suspend reality if it keeps me from the depths of misery while I adjust to being single? What does it hurt to pretend? With appreciation, K, she slash her.
0: This is a question. Wow.
2: I, I feel for her. I feel I for her because she's in, the, she's in the waiting room phase of a Ooh. breakup where they're both sitting knowing damn well I want to go in this room and you want to go in that room but while we're here we might as well keep chatting and pretending like oh yeah we're like we have all these conversations to have but like she should just it, it, it doesn't do you it, anything Is this whole
0: covid thing is a waiting room really if you're it doing is. something like this it's yeah. sort of such like a well, great, why do we have to completely a break, break up yeah. yeah
2: Yeah but I I just think that It's easier to just go through the hurt and the, oh, you know, that breakup and feel the pain and then move on, than prolong it. Because that's all you're doing. You're prolonging it and you're not giving yourself time to be by yourself and understand yourself. And it's okay to be 30 and single and alone a little bit. And then you can know better things about yourself for the next relationship, you know? Yeah.
0: I just think the crash is going to be so much harder Mm -hmm. the longer you do this. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's, I feel like, you know, I don't think you're crazy. I'll say that first. Like, I don't think this idea of like, oh, I'm just going to, for myself and for my sanity, consider him my boyfriend, since by all appearances, it's what it seems like and also what it feels like, but I don't know that that's going to, that's going to happen eventually. I also think it might be worth it for you to say, I want to be your girlfriend. So and just see if that's on the table. And if just say, I want to be your girlfriend. And that's how I'm thinking of this. Is that wrong? If you really want a reality check and, you know, I think you will probably say, oh, that's not actually what I want, but I don't know. I I think you're just climbing up a hill with just as a cliff at the edge of it.
2: We, We, I think we, we fight the universe all the time. The universe happens, like things happen for a reason and the breakup happened So maybe you have to listen and say, oh, it's okay for us to take time apart. You can't really have time apart if y'all talking all the time. So just because you're in a better place in quotation marks, that doesn't mean that you're not still in the same place.
1: I think you have a mini opportunity here also, which is there's always the breakup, the breaker uppers and the breakup ease, you know, the people that do the breaking up and the people that get broken up with. That is just the way that life goes a lot of the time. It's very mm-hmm. rare, I think, that I broke up with this one and then he brought another one broke up with me. Usually, you're either the person that gets broken up with or does the breaking up.
0: I just want to clarify, when you say mini-opportunity, do you mean like mini-mouse?
1: I mean- M-I-N-N-I-E, M-O-U-S-C, Minnie I Mouse. I just wanted to be sure she dresses, I mean.
0: <laughs> she dresses like Minnie Mouse. Yeah, to get <laughs> I back. I
1: think you have a mini opportunity here that you didn't have before. This guy broke up with you and now you're back in the waiting room together and you have the opportunity to do something that you didn't get to do, which is you could break up with him and you would feel <laughs> that you have, and I don't mean that in a vindictive way. It has to happen. <laughs> so you could take control of your circumstances, what I'm really saying. I'm not saying you get to hurt his feelings and you get to end it. I'm saying you get to take control of your own life right now instead of just taking what he'll give you. And, and I don't think there's anything, look, having, you've had these couple of weeks or months or whatever it's been where you feel close to him and that intimacy feels important and has helped you get through and help you get through this pain. And people do that all the time. That's completely normal but it doesn't last and it can't last. Mm-mm. So why not take this moment to say, I'm going to make a healthy yet painful choice for myself. And I'm going to say to him, look, I don't want to be in the waiting room anymore. And you're starting a new life somewhere else. And I'm here. And the painful reality is that this isn't going to work. And I think we need either a break or we have to stop doing what we've been doing because I just need some space to process the loss, basically. Uh, You know, say that however you say that. But the only way it will work out between the two of you is if you do do that, to be honest, because it is possible. And I just want to
0: make sure she's doing this over Zoom dressed as Minnie Mouse. Ah,
1: Definitely. Okay. No question.
0: I'm just trying to really beat a dead horse here. Yeah,
1: yeah. (laughs) No question. There is a Minnie Mouse costume involved, for sure.
0: I do want to say Sydney really didn't have time for the Minnie Mouse of it all.
2: No, I, I didn't. I did not. Uh, but I, I saw I loved that you were committed to the bit. And I said, I, you know what? I, doubled I said, down. go off, go off, do what you do. This is your show. You don't have to impress me.
0: But I feel like I do. Uh-uh. Ronna, I think that's great advice. I really do. I, I think, yeah, take control of it and just be like,
1: you're a person that waits for people to do things to you. Do something to them for a change, you know. Do something. Never mind to them. It really isn't about him. Do something for yourself, which is mm-hmm. decide the way you want your life to be. You got to and- burn
2: the the security blanket because that's what we do. We get yep. We want to have that. Ah, well, I'm kind of like in limbo, which is a security bank blanket because it's like, well, I haven't. We haven't really picked a, made a decision like a solid decision. It's like, we're broken up, but you know, we still talk every day and we still have those, those feelings.
1: All I can think about is the conversation that's coming. Yeah. Months, six months, one Mm -hmm. year, whenever it comes where he tells you he met somebody else. Yeah. You are
0: way. Now I'm getting mad. You are wasting your time with us. And you You are are wasting your time with us.
1: I feel sick to my stomach thinking about that because Mm -hmm. it is the most painful you say you feel, which I think think is silly, but you say, I was devastated and so embarrassed mm-hmm. because you moved across the country for somebody else and it didn't work out. You shouldn't, f- I understand why you were devastated. You shouldn't feel embarrassed. Embar- you took a chance. No, yeah, don't feel
0: embarrassed. It happens all the time. Took a
1: chance. You're crazy yeah. about this guy. You never felt this way about anybody else and you gave it a shot, but it just did not unfold the way that you were hoping <sighs> not it Not to, to mention,
0: you also said, I just want to say this again. You said you went through some wonderful times in New York and also some truly terrible times together. That's a big thing to say. Yeah. Um the bad must have been really bad to say truly terrible or however you put it. So maybe this isn't good for you.
2: How anyway. come you didn't tell us the bad? I would have liked to hear about that I a little d- bit,
0: you know. I kind of wanted to know like what was what what was the yeah, exactly, what was the bad? But we didn't hear it. And do you think it was that he dressed like Minnie Mouse and she wanted to?
1: <laughs> Maybe he had an affair with Minnie Mouse. I was telling you, Minnie was very flirtatious when very I went to Di- when I went to Disneyland. Minnie was very flirtatious, hitting on the man I was there with, and That's I how she pre- is. did not appreciate it a bit. But Sydney, this is uh, the other thing is he's never ever going to appreciate you or miss you unless you break up with him because what mm-hmm. you've done is you've fallen back into the long distance pattern that you started at and that what you've learned. The only thing you've really learned is you crazy about each other from a very safe distance. And when and you're I'm not in close proximity, guy. it didn't work out,
0: but he's absolutely, you know, what is it? Something about cake,
1: having his cake and eating it too. that one. Yeah. She is also, well, she's not sort really of. having her cake. Yeah. She's eating it too, but she's, she's going not along. To get it. along. Yeah. yeah. She's got a cupcake.
2: Maybe not the she, cake.
0: She's a cupcake smash cake. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. The, I think the
1: fact that she wrote this letter means that she's ready to do something and she needs the nudge. But why don't you be in control of what happens here for a change instead of waiting to get stomped on for the second time in the space of a year during a pandemic? I think that's
0: terrific advice. Yeah. Good luck. Really good luck. That sucks. Okay. Uh, all right, Sydney, at the end of every episode, We give a gift to one of the people who wrote in who we think deserves it, deserves something nice in their life. And there really is no criteria, just who you might want to give something nice to. And then Rana will tell us what they're getting. But here is a recap of who uh, who the options are. So there's magical thinking, who we just discussed about the re- ending the relationship that isn't a relationship that she's not maybe really in or isn't even a relationship. Uh, we also had the couple, the person experiencing COVID fatigue and with uh, her wife, and then we also have the uh, career advice, so someone moving across the country potentially and getting a job. who do you think deserves something to judgeuge up their life a little bit?
2: career advice the the uh, the first one with the career change i think i think it is really hard to you know be that age and not not know and not have that certainty and i think with age you think that you would know more but that's not how it always works so i I think she deserves a little bit a little bit more of a gift than the other people unfortunately I
0: like that you just said with with Age doesn't necessarily—I con- forget what you just even said, but it was so great that it doesn't mean that you are necessarily wiser about your life. You know what I mean? That uh, yeah. I don't know. You're right. I think people have that thing where, like, they think, "Oh, well, I'm older. I should know how to make this decision or that decision." Mm-hmm. That really isn't true. Um, that you never
1: really the- have it figured out,
0: right? Nope. Exactly. That there's not an age where you have it figured out. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna piggyback on Sydney's.
1: Well, this person is going to be getting uh, a limited edition, though I don't know how limited, uh, Brian Safi Space Candle. And what oh. I mean by that is one of those Lalabo candles, the scent that, what is the one you love, Brian? The Laurier 62? What's yeah. the scent? We're going to send them a candle and they oh my can God. burn this, is this a surprise to me. in their new space that they moved to. And they will <sighs> be able to christen that new space and have a fresh start. And they will, whenever they light the candle, they'll remember that they made the right choice.
0: Do you want to send it to me first to make sure it's the right one? And then yeah, oh, send it me to him? Too. me too. Yeah. Do think... you want to send, send one to me and Sydney <laughs> said, and we'll yeah. determine whether or not it's the right one or not? Did
1: Sydney I don't... get her coffee? We sent you coffee, dear. Did you get coffee? Oh yeah, the coffee? we sent you
0: coffee. Did you get it?
1: I did
2: not get the coffee, but that's both okay. snowing. It, yeah, it's well, snowing. Every, you know, everything is delayed. Everything is
1: delayed. You'll be getting your coffee, your beautiful okay. Ask on a coffee. You'll be getting a Carriage House and a shade of Vanilla Blend, which is our signature coffee from the Carriage House. Do you
0: drink coffee?
1: Do you drink coffee? Unfortunately, I do not. I'm sober. What about your girlfriend? Does she drink coffee? She does, so I oh, will grace. give that to her.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait a
1: second. You're sober and you don't drink coffee? Right, unheard of. So it includes of.
0: caffeine and stuff like that.
2: No, no, no. I oh. I oh, I have my vices now. Don't do that. But sure, sure, um, sure. I don't do <laughs> I don't do coffee because I'm I have addictive personality and you know can't you do... drink too much coffee? Yes, yes. Yeah. I
1: understand.
2: And I'm trying to get I'm trying to get off Red Bull. So
1: wait a Got minute. It. You drink <laughs> Red Bull, but you don't drink
2: coffee. <laughs> okay. I live in New York. I don't have snow boots. I'm trying to not drink coffee, but I drink Red Bull. Okay. Do what you do what you do and say what they say. This is get me. Get some
1: boots. That's all I want. Okay. <laughs> Go take a walk in the park. Get some boots. Instead of having you put plastic bags from the bodega over your sneakers, which is You're the right. other move people, Paul. Yeah. Um, This was an absolute pleasure. What we do now, Sydney, is we read our cliffhanger. And people uh, can join us on Patreon for the answer to that. You do not have to stay, dear. You, if you have an appointment or that sushi's getting warm, you can go eat your sushi. Um, but if you want to hear it, you're welcome to.
2: This is this was wonderful. Is there any way I can plug a few things? Is that possible? Oh my God, Yeah, that was the yes. time. Okay, yeah. Uh, so I have a new podcast called Hobby Hunter on HeadGum. What's that about? It's about me talking to people about the new hobbies that they acquired during Fabulous. being in the house for a whole year. That's uh, fun. Very fun. Yeah. So you should definitely... Come listen to that. If but you then can. you have another podcast too, don't you? I surely do. I'm queen of pods. I have another pod called the Underfit, the Unofficial Expert, and it's with Marie Faustin. And we talk to people who think they're experts in things that you don't need to be an expert in.
1: What's an example
0: of that? Yeah, like what?
2: Oh, okay. So we had a, <laughs> <laughs> we had an expert on. Um, ooh, I'm trying to think about our last ones because everything is just so.
0: I know oh, it all becomes was, a blur. She's
2: a newlywed. She's a newlywed. So she was the expert in being a newlywed in a pandemic. Oh my and, God. I love that. That's yeah. great. <laughs> how to That's ke- super ha- funny. How to keep the honeymoon phase, the honeymoon,
0: you know? So it's, uh, Hobby Hunters is the, is the one on HeadGum, and say the title of the other one again.
2: It's Hobby Hunter. No S. And, Hobby then, Hunter. and then the unofficial expert.
0: Fabulous. And what's
1: your Instagram and are you on Twitter?
2: Oh yes. Uh, Instagram is where you get all the goodies. That's where I'm flourishing and thriving. Uh, it's uh, just Sid BW, J U S T S Y D B W, and then Twitter is my work in progress, and I just retweet everybody else's stuff. Uh, but I it's ju- it's just Sid NYC, J-U-S-T-S-Y-D-NYC. Terrific,
0: fabulous. Yeah. Well, was it was so such wonderful, a pleasure. Yeah, meeting you and getting to see that fabulous pink light and hearing your wonderful advice. So thank you thank you Th-
2: and thanks for having me this was quite nice our okay. absolute
1: pleasure hang in there dear this will, I will. All be over soon I will. all right I'll, t- I'll tell that to my boots <laughs> yes kiss, kiss kiss oh she was an absolute pleasure
0: just a dream and, and that funny pink room made me and- want
1: to turn the carriage house pink and you we'll know i'm gonna have to have something up my sleeve for the for the live show so we'll see what well, I can't just be broadcasting this from this drab old carriage house. I mean, you know, we got to give it All a right, little well, pizzazz.
0: Okay. Well, I'll just show me the plans and I'll approve them or I won't. Okay.
1: <laughs> now you're the zoning committee for the carriage house?
0: Maybe. Yeah. What's it to you, Ron? I'm going to get
1: you a pink, I'm going to get you a red light, like a Amsterdam <gasps> prostitute. That's now you're going to make get- me sing. Yeah.
0: Baby, it's yours, all yours, if you want it tonight. I'll give you the red light light special all through the night. Come through my door, take off my clothes, and put on the red light. (laughs) I thought you were going
1: to sing, Roxanne, you don't have to put put on on your your red light." light. Okay, dear.
0: Oh, right. Okay. The cliffhanger. Yeah. This is a, by the Quite way, Rana, a cliffhanger. this is a really good one. Yeah. Okay. Dear Rana and Brian headline. I just discovered that my therapist lives in my building. What <sighs> should I do? Oh. Horrible. Hor- that is actually, okay. We're not going to answer it here.
1: We can't, but we also but, can't wait a oh my second God. to answer this.
0: Details. Talk I live about, in a, this
1: might've been a dr- nightmare this person had and not something that really happened. Honestly,
0: sounds about right. Yeah. Details. I live in a 16-unit, four-story apartment building in San Francisco. Wow. I started seeing a new therapist in November of 2019 and would travel about 15 minutes across town for weekly in-person appointments. It's been a great match, and I really value the role she plays in my life. As is to be expected, we never talk about her life. Mm. This dynamic is very important to me as I feel it is the mark of a professional and appropriate therapist-patient relationship. When COVID lockdown began, we switched our appointments by to be phone sessions and continued with our regular schedule. But then one day in April, everything changed for me. I returned from a run and saw a package in my lobby addressed to the name of my therapist. She does not have a generic name. I had never seen her name on packages before, but was also used to checking my mail at the end of the day after work, so who knows? I did some Googling and confirmed that her listed address is indeed my building.
1: I didn't even know people still had listed addresses.
0: Me neither. Yeah. Once I knew it, once I knew it became so obvious. One time an ambulance drove by during our session and I heard it live and over the phone. She might know my address from billing paperwork, but I'm not sure. The precious wall between us has been broken and it feels so strange to me, particularly because I don't know if she knows. I feel awkward and inhibited in our sessions. I have no idea what to do. I avoid my lobby at all costs and make my fiance do all the laundry. (laughs) You're making this up just so your fiance does the laundry. And make my fiance do all the laundry to avoid the shared basement laundry room. Help. Love the podcast. Thank you for your advice and laughter in this topsy-turvy time, XXM.
1: The worst part to me is that the therapist lives in a building with laundry in the basement instead of having their own laundry.
0: I'm with Should this person. Should you be taking
1: advice from someone that has laundry in the basement? That's my the question. Only time
0: the only time I've ever run into my therapist was at, at back in LA at the Hollywood Bowl. And I wanted, I truly wanted to just roll down that hill to the parking lot. Terrified. So, oh Terrified. my God, I hated it. I hated it.
1: Okay, well, save that for Patreon. I'll save
0: it. I want to hear the whole
1: it. Hollywood Bowl story, including whether or not you were at uh, Sound of Music, Sing Along, sing along, Sound of Music, or of whether course. it was something. Was it really?
0: It, but well, that's I go to it every year, so it might have been.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> save that for Patreon. So, listen, I am so I just real it just hit me how yeah. excited I am about our live show this weekend.
0: Oh my God, ask on alive.com.
1: We've been talking about it, we've been telling them about it, we've been plotting, we've been planning, we've been planning our outfits, we've been planning our background, the whole thing. But it just hit me how excited I am. Yeah. So, we look forward to see people. They can still you can get tickets up to the last minute. Ask Ron dot com. They can get the commemorative T shirt, which is so true. fabulous.
0: True, true. But
1: it's going to be a great night. And I don't care whether you have a Valentine's date or not. Valentine's is the next day. Excuse That's me. That's right.
0: Yeah. So
1: so we can't wait. Show
0: your love to us.
1: We will see you there, um, and we will of course see you in the carriage house next week after that. But. I, I just, I just was overcome with excitement. I had to say something. So there we are.
0: There we are. Ask around All right. Hit yeah. I'll see you
1: at the dress rehearsal. Don't forget to wear your leg warmers.
0: Oh yeah. 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 No, I will. And I'm going to wear my white Oxford button down and my leg warmers. And have
1: you been doing your Pepsi rolls?
0: Yes, of course. With the Pepsi yeah. bottles under yeah, my feet. For your, yeah. yeah
1: for your feet and your calves.
0: My calves will be in, my calves will look fantastic.
1: They always do. Thanks, Rana. Um, all right, dear. I adore you.
0: Adore. Kiss,
1: kiss. And I will see you at our live show this
0: weekend. Oh, my God. I can't wait. See you there.